is Kevin Pruitt on another interview of Rising Tide Startups. I have a special guest with me today, a long, long time friend, Pam Williams. Pam, how are you doing? I am great, Kevin. How are you? I'm good. Good. I think we've had like a, what, a 16-year hiatus or so since we, we yeah. saw each other? Yeah. I mean, we yeah, touch yeah. base on it's LinkedIn been, uh, every now and then, but, but right. just... Just it's so interesting. I mean, I look sixteen years older. You look sixteen <laughs> days older. I mean, there's there's got to be some correlation there. So it's amazing. That's, it is amazing. Still Thank have you. That. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell tell our listeners who is Pam Williams. Who is Pam Williams? Well, I've been here seventeen years. This will be my eighteenth year, actually. Um, I came from London, England, and you know, uh, I my right hometown. Yes, I know, right? It's, which is ironic, very ironic. Um, I went to Park University and I um, played soccer there. I was there on a soccer scholarship and um, ended up staying. I mean, I just fell in love with the place. I don't think I would have uprooted myself from London, you know, to come all the way over here if I, if I wasn't going to stay and just, just fell in love with the magic of the place here, really, and um, ended up staying and, you know, living life, forging a career in social work and then pivot into the world of business so wow so park uh, university is in kansas city missouri yeah yes it's it, well, parkville okay like a small little town just on the outskirts but okay. um it's a nice historical town you know quaint and um i don't know it's special it's very historical i mean and i, I just think that there's history is a wonderful thing because i mean it's character isn't it so. And we met when you were arriving, and we were kind of a friendship family for, for international students. And I saw yes. it. I remember when we saw the list, and there was somebody from England. <laughs> I said, that's ours. We claim that one. <laughs> that's awesome. We claim that one. You know, I just think it was such a blessing for me because somebody who was coming so far away from home. And I think at the time I was 21, yeah, when I arrived. And of course, at that age, you think you know everything, don't you? Like, it's funny to look back now. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm almost going to be 39 and I can look back and think, man, I didn't know anything back then. <laughs> so, so it's nice, you know, to have a welcoming family to help you, you know, kind of assimilate into the culture and stuff. And so, Well, you are bar none. You are bar none the best female soccer player we've ever met. I mean, you are you are a superb soccer player. And you may Thank still you. be for all I know. <laughs> you know, I hang up my boots a while ago. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, is like my brain still knows what to do. And, you know, I'll be watching games with my husband. It's so funny because I'm so animated when I'm watching those games still. The passion's Shocker. still there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I watch American football with him and he's the same way in that realm. And in soccer, I'm I'm this way, you know, and. He laughs. He's like, man, you should be coaching or something. I was like, I will. I mean, just there's no just no time right now. But the brain can still see everything. But the legs, yeah, <laughs> the, the legs are like, mm, I don't think so. What yeah. now? That's not cool. <laughs> that's a good idea. But no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, that's a good idea. But <laughs> let's not do it, you know. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so but tell yeah. me a little bit about this pivot from social work to your business. Explain your business and the inspiration for it, the name of it. Yeah, I, you know, I just had felt this calling. And I mean, it sounds crazy, but I mean, I listen to my intuition a lot because I, I'm a very spiritual person and I, you know, I feel that it's God talking. But 
I always felt like I've always wanted to help people. And, you know, I was able to do that in social work for 10 years. And so um, as a caseworker for CPS and, you know, I just felt this yearning to still be able to help people, but to use my creativity too, because as you know, I played soccer and that was a Mm -hmm. way for me to express myself and be creative. And so, you know, I made the decision um, back in 2014, February, you know, my husband and I talked and I said, you know, I really feel like I want to move forward with this. And at the time then was to start a business with shoes and bags and to distribute the shoes and the bags. You know, I just knew that I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to start business. and I want to help people. And, you know, so I started that journey by, you know, obtaining bags and selling the bags. But when I bought the bags and they arrived, I looked at them and I just said, I don't want to put my name to it. There's no way that I could put my name to it because I just didn't like the quality in what I saw. And I then had the thought, I said, you know what, I think I could do a better job myself. And I mean, this process took about from the February 2014 until it wasn't about that December when I made that push to, you know, I started thinking I could do a better job myself. And um, I, I went online and I learned learn how to make make bags really that's what i did i'm sorry i mean was this like a white label like were you ordering bags and putting your brand on it or were you just selling it selling bags that were like designer bags under a or under a company label i was ordering bags i was ordering bags from a company um in california and like i say they were then getting those those bags from overseas and shoes Mm -hmm. And I just, like I say, when they came, I didn't like the quality. So, yeah, I, I decided, yeah, I was going to start with shoes, sorry. And um, But then meeting somebody along the way, you know, he was like, you know, well, shoes are harder to make. You know, maybe you should, you know, focus on bags first. Hmm. So, I, you know, I adopted that idea. And so I was tinkering with both. And so that's why, you know, the name of the company is Freedom Shoe. Right. I was looking at shoes. And so I did learn to make shoes and I did learn to make bags. But... You know, my bags became such a a hit as I was making them that I, you know, ended up pivoting in that direction and just going in that direction. You know, it's funny how life is. You start with one way on the journey and then you're shown signs to pivot another way. Sure. You know? So, so tell me, like, percentage-wise, I mean, are you still making shoes or is this almost strictly bags at this I, point? At, at this point, it's strictly bags. But shoes are still there. Like I, it, that in that idea that I envisioned, it's never going to go away. Right. But my idea is to start small and grow. That's mm-hmm. the thing that I've always had in my mind because I think if you start too big, it will be a problem. How would you be able to juggle everything? That I, I, that's just with me learning along the way right. and just thinking in, along those terms, in just in a realm of common sense. Yeah. And I think you're doing that's it by yourself. Way. You know, you're doing yeah. virtually a kind of a solo shop right now. So yeah. yeah. So where did the yeah. name Freedom Shoe come from? You know, I feel like we all want to be free, mm-hmm. free to be who we are, free to express ourselves. And I just taking that idea, that's what gave me the inspiration to name my company Freedom Shoe. Okay. Because I, I just feel like we all want to, we're striving to express ourselves the way that we want to be and the people that we are individually. You know, and we just everyone wants to be free. It's my feeling. And that's when a lot of problems arise when when you don't have that freedom and you're constricted and, you know, and controlled and so on and so forth. I think that's when problems arrive. And so that that's how I came 
to um, naming my company Freedom Shoe. Just that belief. So this is this is I'm I'm going a little off script here. So if I, right. if I throw you a curve, we can always hit pause <laughs> and you can reset. But so no tell me a little bit about the inspiration or the idea. What's kind of your mantra behind Freedom Shoes? What what makes it unique? What's kind of your unique selling point about Freedom Shoes and the bags you're making? Well, you know. Right now in the world, throughout the world, to me, there's a big problem in the idea of perfection. Mm. Perfection does not exist, you know, on this realm anyway. We're all striving to get to the realm where it does exist. And I feel that people hide behind that, this notion of perfection. And what I'm trying to show is that there is beauty in imperfection. I think that's what makes my bag so unique. Each bag is different onto their own, like legitimately different onto their own. You know, I use real leather hide and oftentimes there's scars and there's nicks and there's imperfections. And I incorporate all of that into my design work because I am trying to show that there is beauty and imperfection. And I feel that my bags really tangibly show that. And so, you know, there's so many women out there who have this belief that they're not good enough, you know, that they can't express themselves the way that they want to express themselves. And I feel that my bags help with that that issue. Like, you know, each bag is different onto their own. And I see that all the time. There's these bags that I make that I know for me, I was like, I'd, I'd never wear this myself. I'd never carry this. But then someone else will see it and it's like, this is me. Wow. Like, this is me to a T. So, mm. I mean, I know then, you know, what I'm doing is powerful and it's been really well received. So, and they can, I mean, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I mean, as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, they, if you could see yourself or your image in the bag, yes, then there's a, there's a real identification, a real personal identification with the, between the buyer and the product. And, Absolutely. and that's a powerful message. That's an incredible, I'm, I'm glad I pivoted. So, you know, and you were yeah. obviously prepared for that pivot. So what a, what a yeah. great answer. What a great. Listeners, I want you to really, really listen to what she just said. If you have to hit pause and go rewind and listen to that again, that is that is sage advice. That is so sound to uh, and such a good word to for, for today for especially young girls that that might struggle with this whole thing of, of trying yeah. to live up to an to an unrealistic standard. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Absolutely. let me let me pivot again to <laughs> let's let's say your what do you think is your since you started your business what was your low point what was the lowest point that that you've ever experienced that uh, our listeners could maybe identify with? You know the the lowest point that I could think of is okay so I had this great idea and I started and I pivoted and just the way that I felt and feel about it. I'm like, this is a winner. This is a hit. But at some point, people weren't buying. Mm. They were not buying. And I couldn't understand why. I just, I mean, I couldn't. And I would talk to my husband about it. And, and because it is, you know, when you create something, to me, it's like, I mean, I'm a mom. You know, I've given birth. I've brought life into this world. And it is literally like when you create something, it's like that almost. It's a part of you and it has to be. It's a part of your essence because you've created it, mm. you know, and and you feel it feels like a personal stab, even though it really isn't. 
I knew that there's something, the side day is great, but there's something I'm doing that is not connecting with people. And along the way, I was able to figure out, I just wasn't connecting the right message to the people so that they understand exactly what I'm doing. I think that's really important. So that, that was phase like my, couldn't have lasted very long. No. So. No, I, I mean, it, but it, but, well, it took me a while to figure out. Sure. I would say a few months or so yeah. or whatever, but you know, once I did understand that and that I need to put myself out there because that's another thing I, you know, it looks, this looks comfortable for me, but this is not comfortable for me. Like I, I don't like attention. I don't like all eyes on you feeling, but I know it's a part of the journey and this is what this journey has helped me do, learn to kind of like maybe not be comfortable in it, but understand my role. Uh, this is, you know, I'm in this role and this is something that I have to do. Yeah. And so, but yeah. But you would and, still uh, take the last penalty kick at the World Cup, wouldn't you? I would, yeah, because that, that's just my character. I, I mean, I would do it. <laughs> I love it. If anyone needed me, I mean, I would do it for sure. Yeah, I love it. So, so give me a real quick takeaway out of the out of your low point. What was the what was the one epiphany that happened that you said, "Wow, that's what I need to do to get out of this." I need I need to put myself out there. You need to put yourself out there. You need to put yourself out there by going to shows. You need to put yourself out there by on social media. You know, you need to expose yourself because I mean that that's the thing that was difficult for me is yeah. like figuring out. To I was trying to do it by not exposing myself, and it, it's never going to work if you don't. You have to. Mm -hmm. You have to find comfort in that somehow because that's the only way people are going to, you know, um, buy into, so to speak, your message and what you're doing is by helping to connect with them and helping yeah. them see what you're doing is a good thing. You know, this is this is it. Really, it. I we've done. I mean, I haven't done a, a ton of these interviews at at this stage, but. Um, I find myself wanting to pick up the pen a whole lot as you're talking so uh -huh. and, and make notes. So I, I, you know, I, we've had some great guests and with great information, but you, you really are just a fountain of one line quips today. <laughs> that, that is just, that really is, is, has just amazed me at this stage. And um, because I think that in a very, you know, pretty short period of time since, you know, 2014 to now, you have mm -hmm. you've gone through so many things and so many transitions yeah. and so many uh, you know ups and downs and and learned so much in a in a short yeah. period of time and really I guess really um, you you took a learning posture you know into this absolutely and and just tried to say hey this is not working what can I learn from this so well I, I mean I'd never want to end on a low so tell me what's your highest point since you've started Freedom Shoe. My highest point yeah. was actually, you know, this time last year. By this time last year, I had been on um, Better KC in Kansas City, mm -hmm. and I'd that's been a on TV Fox show? Four local News. TV show? Yes, okay. that's a lo local yep. TV show here. Um, basically, talking about what's happening in Kansas City now, and mm. local designers. They feature designers. They feature stores. They feature, you know, the goings on um, in the community. And I was just felt so blessed for them to have me on that show, you know, and, you know, the reporter, Christina, she really adopted my message. She really took to it. And it was really inspiring in that because even she was talking about moments in her life that she thinks back to when, you know, she was bullied or she felt or was made to feel like she's not worthy and she just really valued the message. And, 
You know, I mean, I, that's when I, I I knew I was like, for sure, I was like, you know, this this is a great thing. You know, mm. this is something, a message that will help the world. And that's ultimately what I, what I want to do. And so, yeah, Better KC and then Fox 4 as well. They love the message. And, you know, the fact that I donate a portion of my sales to an anti-bullying charity as well, Stand for the Silence. So, I mean, I think it just all encompasses what I'm doing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's that's been the great thing and being being received well by people and, you know, my customers, they, I mean, they love what I do, and, and I'm thankful for that. Well, I, I can see a year ago you had, you know, you had local reach, and then one year later through Rising Tide Startups, you've got global reach. So, you know, yeah. it's not. That's, that's exactly, that's, you know, and that, that's how I know I feel like I'm on the right path. I'm on the right trajectory of what I'm trying to do and what I'm saying. I was and being I mean, a little facetious, that's... but yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what? It's on the internet, so it you, is. you, you can't evergreen. really say that because you know what? Yeah, all it takes evergreen. is for the right person to see whatever is out there, and then boom. Well, so. I'm afraid when they see this interview, it may go boom. So you know, ah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. So, <laughs> so you've had. I, I sent you kind of the questions beforehand, just so you would kind of have an idea of what what we may talk about, but. Yes, so I what are that. what would you say would be one or two let's just go with two major pain points or obstacles and, and try to be really concise here so our listeners can actually speak into it and, and give you feedback. But if you had to list two things that you you really struggle with as a solo, you know, solo startup, solo shop, um, what would those two things be that our listeners could speak into and maybe offer some some good advice? We have a pretty diverse group that listens mm-hmm. to this podcast, and and uh, there's some real wisdom in that in that group, and it's kind of the idea behind the rising tide lifting right. all boats, you know. So, so what would you say would be your two obstacles? Well, the 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 major one that that springs to mind for me is marketing. Because that encompasses, like I say, putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and, you know, being in a state where you could be fully, you know, disarmed, I guess, trying to connect and trying to spread your message and the work of what you're doing. That was, that's been one of the major obstacles for me. But, you know, I, I found StoryBrand and that, that, mm-hmm. that's helped, I mean, exponentially. Like that to me was the the missing link for me and how to be able to really connect with my audience was the the marketing piece that that's been the hardest. That's that's the program that Donald Miller does. Yep. Donald Miller. So tell me, what are some things? Let's drill down just a little bit more about this. So marketing is a pretty broad category. So Mm -hmm. be a little more specific on, Okay, I've tried social media. I've tried this. I've tried this. What is what? Refine that a little bit for our audience when you say marketing. So, it just well, just to touch on there, what you just said with, with social media, I think it's so difficult to connect with people in on on that platform. I I mean, I don't know why, but I mean, I, I and I do seem to have some really good followers, and the the irony is what I see, they really comment a lot when. I talk about what I'm doing in my life mm. in conjunction yeah. with the business. So it's hard then for me to gauge, okay, but I don't really necessarily really want to talk about me. Like sure. I, I, I want to share with you what I'm doing with my bags and stuff. But but I guess 
there's something about you know my life and my husband and our son and that they that they really like so it's like i don't know that could be social media for me is a hard thing what I'm, i will say be honestly like like connecting on the like instagram and facebook and stuff it's like you know what content exactly to put out there mm-hmm. you know as opposed to just here is you know here's a bag you know here is a creation kind of thing so i've tried to maybe just do like inspiring quotes that come to my mind that I put out there and 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 see you know and, and I do seem to get feedback with that so you so. mentioned you mentioned specifically Facebook and and Instagram what about Pinterest this seems like a perfect Pinterest play to me and I, I know so little about Pinterest but I've investigated um, Pinterest a bit and I am on Pinterest mm-hmm. but I you know I I haven't seen much interaction for me some people may be more successful with it and maybe i'm using it wrong i don't know mm-hmm. you know i've created some boards and i you know i have like a creative board up there that i upload and put a lot of my work on there right. but you know it, it's the thing is it's been trying to be discovered and seen in a sea oh, yeah. of no people doubt. doing the same thing you are no doubt. you know <laughs> that's, no doubt. that's the difficulty this the timing may be interesting though because I just interviewed a young lady that is is a kind of a Pinterest expert, so her oh, interview really? will go live maybe right before yours does. So, oh, um, that's and it, awesome. I hope she listens so maybe she can she can offer feedback into this as well. Matter of fact, I'm going to send her specifically this this podcast to listen to so she can make sure and offer feedback into this, and we may Thank end up you. you know connect you guys together and and just see how that can. Uh, yeah, how that can grow. So, but uh, that's, that, awesome. that's really interesting. So, so the marketing side, specifically, maybe social media, what's the second one? What's the second pain point? Uh, you know, I'm trying to, I, I, I really don't feel that there's been any others for me. So we like, may just really? want to park on this number one and, and just maybe dedicate yeah. all our time to just how to how to improve the marketing and reach and audience building really, and tribe and the whole thing so i i really felt that that's you know and 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 i guess well you know finding shows where my audience will be at that's been a little bit of a, a struggle a bit of hit and miss in life you know you have to put yourself out there sure. and you have to try certain things obviously there's some shows where i i know that maybe my audience isn't going to be here but there's been especially when i did start showing my bags at you know shows and becoming a vendor it was very much a learning curve and I had to just go with the flow mm-hmm. in that aspect, you know, and it did end the ending of last year. I, you know, I, I did a show that was amazing. The Doz event in Kansas city, that was exactly everything that I wanted it to be and more. So. And you're really I, connected. Your, your, your followers tended to go to that, that event as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pam, so, let me um, let me once again pivot and say let's take a little bit of a deeper dive as we're kind of heading to the final final like third of the interview here. And so, tell me who's one person that you follow really closely online that has really been an inspiration to you. You know, I, this is where you're going to think I'm a bore, or you may not, but some people might too, because I've always been the sort of person that well. Firstly, I'm spiritual mm-hmm. and I'm really intuitive. And a lot of times I feel that gut feeling or a sense of like a loud thought that will come into my mind. And to me, 
I have a great connection with God and I feel that that's it, you know. And so, but oftentimes if stuff is missed through other people, mm -hmm. you'll get signs of where you should go and sure. what you should do. And I, I will say that times where it's been difficult, you know, I really have connected with Oprah. Like it, is, it sounds crazy, but honestly, like I really feel like there's a lot of lessons that she's put out there and things that she's talked about that has been able to help me. Sure. So there isn't one person that right. I specifically follow because I, I really feel that we're all individual. I mean, I, I tend to follow my, you know, myself, but mm -hmm. I do look definitely outside the box because I'm, my mind's always in, I want to learn. I'm here to learn because learning ultimately gets me better and gets me where I need to go. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I will look at, you know, Simon Sinek, you sure. know, people like that and just inspiring quotes from different people to, you know, kind of help me along my way. Well, I'll, I'll list them in, the, in that order. I'll list God first, Oprah, and then Simon Sinek. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. So tell me. My, hu my husband's a good one too. <laughs> all right. Do I have to move him up on the order if he listens to the podcast? There you go. Nah, he's all right. He can stay there. Maybe above, <laughs> maybe above Oprah. There you can put him next. <laughs> so kind of kind of following on to number one is there is there a special life quote that you um that you really like to live by something you may have printed off you got taped up above your your computer mm -hmm. there on the wall i mean we all have little places that we like to keep these things so what's one I life have, quote I have that you really live by there's a okay, few of them i have uh, things happen for a reason mm -hmm. that to me is that's a definite you might not know or understand at the time why it's happening, but for me, it's it's tend to avail itself. Things happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. That's a staple. I try to live by only love today. That flashes up on my phone every day at nine o'clock in the morning um, to remind me that, you know what, whatever's coming your way, remember, like only love today. Mm. And um, see the flowers and not the weeds. You know, just smile, just breathe. That comes up, you know, at noon or three to help me throughout my day. Yeah, I'm like that. Just I, smile, I just breathe. To, yeah. And the, the other, flowers. don't count the flowers, count or don't count the weeds, no. count the flowers. What is it? <laughs> see, see the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to write fast here. I know, right? <laughs> see the see the flowers and not the weeds. Great. See the flowers and not the weeds. Yeah. Well, you you would you would really be a great mentor to your, you know, pre entrepreneurial self. So if you could go back to your entrepreneurial beginnings and and if you had a piece of advice that you would give to yourself, what do you think it would be pre, say, 2014? It would be don't don't be afraid to pivot and don't stem that energy when it happens, because that's what I've discovered on this journey that you start off and even the name freedom shoe gives testimony to that. I will eventually go back to shoes, but yep. excuse me, I pivoted to bags and that's the way I was led. And naturally that's the way that I went at first. I did try to fight that, you know, because I had it in my head that no like this, but you know, it's okay. Things happen in life that way and you are going to be put on your path and to get to the destination of where you need to go and to be valuable where you get there, you are going to pivot and it's okay. And I, I'm feeling that I'm, I'm in that 
space again. Right. And natu- that, and that's why I, I'm able to say this because being this far into it, I guess, you know, a bit, I, I've learned that. And so naturally I'm a writer. And so that's the next creative spin that I'm pivoting towards, you know, not that I'm leaving my, my bags behind at all, not at, not at all. But I feel like for my bags to get to the level that they're going to get to, mm-hmm. I have to pivot in this direction. And you're writing your, your memoir, you're writing your story. That's it. I'm writing my memoir. Okay. I'm writing my memoir right now. So I'm excited. Very, very excited about that. I'm almost finished, actually. I, was, um, I took a break because I just kind of needed a little space to be able to be truly authentic in, with the chapter I'm in now. And so I actually made this back for one of my customers. I've been getting some custom orders and I still have been, you know, least making my custom orders. And so, you know, I was able to pivot and do that and back to back to my writing. So do you have a bag yeah. right there that you want to you want to show us on YouTube? Yeah. Sure. It was, I'm going to go deliver this baby later on. And it, wow. it's a, this is a custom bag. And but I mean, what I love about it is, you know, the freedom she. I was able to have to create it and she wanted specific things and she just said to me that you know I want a space for my phone and and so she could put her phone here and and then inside she wanted loud colors and such in there and so wow put that pockets and it's the first time I, I I don't know how I why and how I saw it that way at the time but yeah there was I never put two pockets like that in there and then there's a zipper pocket back there. I always do that. But yeah. just getting to know her personality, I figured that this and this would suffice. And then, yeah, this was like scarring that was already there incorporated in, in, the, mm. in the hide. And so I just, you know, put another lever there and incorporated it into, into the piece. And so, yeah, it's come out like a piece of artwork, <laughs> wearable artwork, which I'm pleased with. Well, you don't have well, to share this, but but if if our listeners want to look online, give me a ballpark of what what that bag may may cost. Something like that. My custom orders start about one fifty, about mm-hmm. there, and so um, it, obviously I design it and goes into it, and there's a lot that that I kind of like channel with with energy like mm-hmm. I you know speak to the person and then I kind of go with my gut and my feeling from there and then it goes from there but I mean the cool part about it is you know it's something unique to your personality and sure. nobody else is going to have it so nobody do you do a mock-up or like you just show them what this is going to be or you just just like talk to them and then you just go do it that's what, li- literally what I do and those are my my best customers mm-hmm. the what the best work that I've done that's what they've allowed me to do yeah. They've just said, this is what I'm looking for. Your work's really beautiful. Create something for me. Wow. And then that's it. That's trust. So, that's trust in an artist. Yeah, yeah I know, that right? Trust that's, in an artist. Great. It's real, real fantastic. Wow. So, I mean, and I love that because it's freedom. Yep. You know, because I have worked on pieces. Well, maybe here, that is, you said like a stumbling block. You know, when people have been specific in certain things and it's like, look, it's I have to go with the flow and how I'm feeling in the moment and the energy because you could tell me one thing, but if I see it differently in that moment, you have to allow me to do that. Sure. Might not turn out the way, you know, you want otherwise. Right. No, and that that's the beauty of what I'm doing. It's not manufactured, it's not cookie cutter, it's Mm -hmm. 
individual to who we all are. So. Well, that, that's great. Yeah. That's great, Pam. Thank you. It's amazing to see, you know, just um, the way that it, it's not just a job. It's it really is. You put mm-hmm. yourself into each each piece. I mean, you really are a, yeah. truly an artist. Thank in you. What you're creating. So thank you. Well, let's now that we've whet their appetite about Freedom <laughs> Shoe and, and everybody that's watched this now wants a bag that for you to make. So how can they get <laughs> a hold right. of you? How did, what's the best way to get a hold of Pam Williams? Best way, I have a website, yep. um, freedomshoe.com. Okay. That's um, amazing that that was available. I know, right? <laughs> it was. It was meant to be. Things yeah. happen for a reason, right? That's right. So, um, yeah, freedomshoe.com, and you can contact me on there. You can just punch in contact, and you can email me from there. You know, contact at freedomshoe.com as well. That's a great way to get hold of me okay. and, and stuff. So, What about other, you know, Facebook, you, yes. Twitter? I'm I'm on I'm on Facebook as well. Um, if you punch in Freedom Shoe, it should come up. Or okay. the the if you want to just go into the website, you could put um, Pamela Seven Williams in the HTTP part, and, and Freedom Shoe will come up. Okay. And then uh, I'm on Instagram as well, the Freedom Shoe. Okay. On there. And we'll have all those linked in the in the show yeah. notes for the podcast as well. So okay, cool. Well, Pam, it has been a pleasure to reconnect and and just to uh, yeah. spend some time with you this morning and just really hear your story and and just really be inspired. I mean, I'm 55 years old and you inspired me today with with just your story and it. I just um, our family is blessed to have you as a friend and and uh, you've Thank done some you. amazing Likewise. things. So. But uh, thanks again for joining us today. And listeners, it is your your time now. Pam has mentioned some some pain points, some obstacles here, and we've heard a great story, great backstory. And so go on to our website and on the on the feedback form, offer her some feedback because all boats rise in a rising tide. Pam, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Kevin. Thank you so much.